and then by 6 p.m. I'm gonna just cut through the noise. I'm gonna go 50 cent. <laughs> We're just gonna give Alex Turner a haircut so he's not got the Richard Hammond hair. <laughs> and they'll all come after us as their beds, won't they? Without Lona Boogie, would the LES exist? This is f-ing relentless, yeah. isn't it? And that is it. The sound of the last ever LES episode. So after three years and three seasons, we decided to bring it to a close. And in this final episode, we took our microphones on our bikes and cycled around as many pubs in Cardiff as we could. Bear with us on this one. The pubs were a little bit noisy, but it's still a good laugh and it's classic LES content. To anyone who's listened or supported in any way over the past three years, thank you so much. We've had a proper laugh and we've loved the community that we've built. So for the last time, sit down and soak it up. Right then, last episode ever. Cheers, boys. <laughs> ever. Cheers. Yeah, ever. Boys. Ever the three of us. Mm. Um, been on the bikes, got to the first pub. It's hot, it's sticky, so it feels like we're at a festival. So we're going to pick our dream ever day at a festival. From first act, first act, no, location, scenery, first act, lunch. Second act, third act, headliner. And maybe if you want to sprinkle some magic in there, you can. Alright. We gonna go first, Bane? Am I up first in mind? Go on. I got you gotta go last now. Mm. I got two days in mind, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna need a little bit of assistance on guiding me which way I'm going. But I got like a bit Are of they allowed to blend? I don't know. Blending it would like put me all over the shop, I reckon. Because one's chill and then one gets a bit, you know, a bit rowdy. Oh, fuck the chill, come all right. on. Okay, alright. So, we're going to go opening act as Sleep, do metal band. <laughs> <laughs> opening act? What, 10am? Yeah, opening act, 10am, um, specifically. We're gonna it's a well early start, this 10am, who decided this? Yeah. Well, I was kind of thinking... All day fest, man. Well, hold on, where's your location? What's your, what's ah, your scenery, your location, location scenery? So, right, okay, I'm going heavy, so this is going to be like middle of the desert <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like Joshua Tree like outdoor fest yeah, kind of yeah. like Burning Man sort of thing yeah but like without the pricks got to wear leather without got the pricks got to wear leather yeah, it's yeah. going to be hot in leather maybe like a leather cut off vest or something like that <laughs> yeah yeah um, so yeah we're going to open up with sleep but like ask him to play their um, album Dope Smoker so it's just one and a half hour yeah, one yeah. song yeah. great way to start the day yeah nice yeah, I like that nice um, and then midday, we're gonna up, up the tempo just a little bit with fuzz, but still keeping it nice and heavy. Um, I've gone out of my way as well because, like, when I first started doing it, I was like picking like bands that I thought were like great to see at that time, but like a lot of them were ones I had seen. What time, like, time of day? Time of day, that's what I've done, all that sort of thing, yeah. But I've gone like against like any that I have picked before, nice or, or new acts. Um, so yeah, fuzz, fuzz midday. Take a little break then to have an all-day brekkie triple sandwich. That's uh, the that's the lunch. That's, that's the lunch catering. Yeah, yeah, Don't fuck around Don't sandwiches. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was in an all-day veggie brekkie sandwich. Well, instead of egg, it's like tofu, and there's no bacon in it. So veggie. So sausage. it's tofu sandwich. Basically, yeah. Is this festival? <laughs> is this festival <laughs> wide or is this just you? Because oh, I was going catering, but if you're going to go that, that's fine. No, that's fine. Everyone gets the same lunch. I love that. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like lunch bag type job. When, you're, <laughs> when you come in, you get it's like, this is yeah. your lunch. Mate. Eat it whatever you want, but it's all you're getting. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice, man. Uh, in the desert, apt. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
So that's that's you got that, and then you got fuzz at lunchtime. Fuzz at lunchtime. So now we're kind of like coming into the afternoon. It's like three o'clock. So we're gonna start with some, like get the big names rolling in then. Yeah, and I think people have as fed they're probably well watered yeah on their way sweating their tits off in the desert ready to see Kurt Cobain being rolled out <laughs> red in 1993 and we're going to have uh, Nirvana come and play an absolute ripping set nice man yeah, everyone fired up that's a good decision yeah like, um, I think like that one is for like 16 year old people yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah so yeah that's a lot for me um, it wasn't once a time. Okay. Yeah, when he's wearing a cap, when he's yeah, yeah. I, mean, I get the vibe. So you got him at three, and then you're gonna go. You got two more. Have you got two more? Or have you got a? I did put one in after. Yeah, yeah. You can say you can you can say it. After dark. This but this maybe it's like a paid en- paid entry kind of like school. Yeah. Yeah, not yet though. I've still got the, the pre-headline and the headline. Oh, yeah, yeah, if you got the beans, you can pay and you can go into the after. That's what I'm That's thinking, it. yeah. That's it. Um, so, next, we're going to have two. Oh, I really love to see two play. <laughs> this is fucking <laughs> relentless, yeah. isn't it? It is an earplugs. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is be bleeding in the tent when you get back, like, you know? One of those sort of days. And then the headline, it's got to be Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I, yeah. I think that'd be amazing, like desert. I've seen all those bands all day. I think they would be like the band, to, like top it up. Yeah, yeah, sure. that's a great choice. Yeah. yeah. And then, okay, I did lie a little bit. I did say I picked artists I'd never seen before, but after dark, it's got to be fucking royal. <laughs> 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 yeah, fucking royal. <laughs> that's not <laughs> a fucking expected. step change. Yes. That's what happens up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you need a bit of a change of taste. Boyo. Yeah. yeah. But the fucking energy is fucking right up there, isn't it? Yeah. Has he got it? Is he? Is he? Is he got it in him to play that long? Yeah. yeah. Mid that push, man. Yeah. yeah. So Every time he hits the mic, he's on the cat. That's, that's <laughs> the line, man. <laughs> out of curiosity, quick run through. What was the? What was the chill? The chill festival. The chill one, then. Um, this is like Sid Barrett open. Yeah. yeah. A la la is lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then lunchtime, if we kick the floor as well, is a party from Mad Have. Yeah, okay. Um, Mad Have being like this um, restaurant or shop as well. Um, based in Riverside, best Harley in Um And then it was Gil Scott Heron after lunch. Oh, yeah. Uh, then Salt. Rainbow, uh, I feel like you might sell more tickets to that get that festival than the other. Where's that being yeah, set? This is my ideal festival. Where's that being set? Yeah. Where's it being set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like like Green Man's obviously like something a festival we talk about. Yeah. And like the set that you love to do that. Um, so like similar in terms of like this beautiful landscape. But I think it'd be like on the, on the coast. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I, like a little bay. Uh, little coast. What's, uh, yeah. what's, the, what's the one in board Boardmasters? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, well, let's put an age limit. An age. Oh, yeah. Entry, 21, yeah. like, yeah. No, no, no kids' bands, is it? Yeah, it's going for girls. Like, I don't think that's even in question for the first festival. I don't think like you have to worry about that. No. But um, <laughs> alright, it's a good segue. That's unreal, man. It's a good segue. I think I think you talking about that location is a good segue for me because you got to go last. Yeah, um, well, I'm it. no, well, I'm not fucked. I'm performing it like a real guest is and being put on the spot and making my decision in the moment. <laughs> that's like what I'm channeled. Feel like a general like the guest is. Like we put yeah. Simon Taff on the 
on the back foot there. Yeah, okay. So All right. Well, I've thought about it a lot. So, I similar to you agree, man. So, you you boys obviously grew up in Wales. Uh, so that and yeah, and went to Green Man. So that landscape has a place in your heart. I, I find it hard. I find it hard to not think of a great like a fest. My dream festival not being in like British countryside, mm-hmm. even though it's so generic and that's where they all are. But then I think if that's where I wanted my dream festival to be, it would, it would be there. It would be in the the British countryside, rolling hills, green fields. But I would remove hay fever from the, the <laughs> equation. That's what I would yeah. like Fucking yeah. There's no hay fever. Hay fever doesn't Pollen exist. Pollen removers <laughs> at the best. But, it, but it is grassy. It's like a bit dusty. Rolling hills. But then I did think I wanted to mix up like you. A bit of the coastal vibe. I thought I'd put like a lake. Maybe some like redwood trees around nice. the lake. So if you wanted a respite from it, that's where you go. But essentially it would be hay fever English countryside. Would be the location. Um... And then my first act, I was, so this is my first and only super group, because I was going to put super groups in every one, because it's just an easy way out, isn't it? Yeah. But I'm going to, and I was going to put, I don't know, this whole thing is a wrestle between instinct and thinking about it a lot. Yeah, yeah. And my instinct, obviously, was like, fuck, it's CBC played acoustic set, open the, open the day up. But then I thought, okay, well, how did they come to be? who the bands they listen to so I was just going to do Crosby, Stills and Nash but then I thought I'm going to do a, a Laurel Canyon collective at 10am oh 10 nice yeah. that's thank nice. you I was waiting to get people up there. thank yeah, you nice yeah, yeah. thank you um, I'm going to do Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young Joni Mitchell Buffalo Springfield Mamas and the Papas little super group yeah nice so that opens you up and then and then we got lunch so I'm going to kind of sneak an artist in here as well so Action Bronson's going to curate the whole menu throughout the whole day. But he's not going to perform because he can't. That's just cheating. But his music <laughs> will be playing on the PA on the little taco truck that he's coming out of. So, but he's going to do three meals. He's going to do... And they're all, all meals you can watch him make on YouTube. One is the chicken palm that he makes in the Munchie studio in Brooklyn. Second one is the... He made an octopus taco in Copenhagen. Oh, yeah, Fucking I'm going to put that in there. Yeah. And then in the Bath episode, he made a paella. So that's the, that's the three options you can have. They're yeah, pretty festival foods as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's going to be there serving it up, chatting shit, music playing out speaker the whole time. Because you really have thought about this. I'm yeah. impressed. <laughs> but yeah. do you know what? I, I wrote this out and I thought, fuck, the boys are definitely doing this. I thought you boys would be on the exact same wavelength. <laughs> but, and then we're going to go with Marvin Gaye. Nice. I'm going to go Earth, Wind and Fire. This is your midday, midday slot there. Yeah, 12 o'clock, Marvin Gaye. And just to be a bit more concentrated with it, I might make it... He'll do a start to finish of the What's Going On album, track by track, all the way through. No, like, variation of set. And then... I don't want it, so I wanted to put a band who we've interviewed in. I thought that was something that we should do. Uh, there's obviously some, like big Cardiff names in there who we've gone to see loads but I wanted to pick a band that we haven't seen and that when I when we first heard their music they were probably my most favourite band instantaneously by when I listened to them so we're going to put the Get Down Services boys in at 3 o'clock rigs out like full beans going for it that's it your lunch is digested get on with it yeah, isn't it? yeah. And, uh, and, and like listen to a lot of their music they uh, do you know what I'll give them like DJ set if they want it 
play their tunes, but if they want to like mix up on the decks, they can do that. Whatever they want to do to kind of create their recorded sound, but live. That's what I'm going for. And then, and then, and then I just thought, so I'm going to stop overthinking it. So I'm going Little Sims at six o'clock. Oh, nice. You're allowed to have it as well. <laughs> She's. We'll have, we're booking different weekends here. Oh yeah, nice. And then because, yeah, I mean, look, let's be honest. I fucking love the Arctic Monkeys. I've avoided talking about them too much in this podcast for three years. We're, we're recording this a week out from Glastonbury. You're going to see them at Glastonbury, which is the English countryside, which is where my festival is set. It's coming to life, man. And I just thought, fuck it. Like, I'm going to pick them. I don't yeah, give a nice. shit. So I'm picking yeah, them. Nice. And they're going to finish it off. I might... What sort of set from them, though? Well, this is what I was about to say. I think that all of their current discography that they've got up to date now, so whatever they, they can play, whatever they want from there, all the albums all the way up to the car... But we're just gonna get. We're just gonna give Alex Turner a haircut, so he's not got the Richard Hammond hair. <laughs> <laughs> and he having, fucking looks like him, no, he he does, yeah. Jesus Christ. So we'll give him the 2013 cut. But this got the slick back tonight. look. Yeah, yeah, it's the, the nice, Danny Zuko kind of vibe. Yeah, so we'll yeah, give him that. Yeah. So that's me. It's more rock and roll than the Richard Hammond, that, isn't it? That is yeah, me. Yeah, yeah that's, that's me that's done. It. Now nice. it's you. Cool. I'm shooting from the hip. Unreal. My location. Fuck. I don't know, you boys are kind of covered off where I would go. I do you know, I might go real rogue. Maybe go on, like, a, after my trip to Scotland, I might be inspired by, like, Isle of Skye or something, you know? Kind of up yeah. there. Or an oil rig. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I started thinking oil rig. Yeah, really I, yeah. Maybe an oil rig. I don't know. What? Probably, I don't I know why. An oil rig? Floating out at sea. Yeah, just out there, aren't you? On the heli patch, is what, it? What, a metal? Yeah, the actually, whole time. yeah, actually not. We're going with the Isle of Sky or something. Whenever, we'll give you an oil rig as a stage. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. We'll fly over to the oil rig for the stage. Unreal. Bring it back to have some real thought here. I would open 10am, Boyazuga. Oh, yeah. that's a hell of a shout. So, you know, going to have to warm the cockles and he can get you out of bed, but he's also not fucking too much in your face straight out the gates. Yeah, and, and we've not talked to him yet, the old Davy, but um, he, would, he is on the list, isn't he? So, um... Yeah, and then lunchtime, midday. <sighs> this is where it gets tricky, now, doesn't it? Stormzy. <laughs> she, she was shouting Stormzy over there, so I thought oh, she Oh, no, I don't think Stormzy. Stormzy. I don't think Stormzy. Owls buffering. I, <laughs> I think the next one, in my midday one, the Moo Locks. Nice. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan of them. I talk about them a lot. I picked a lot of the songs, and um, I still have not seen them. Kind of following down the same suit. But yeah, the Moo Locks. And then I'm going to come back to the, the, the food bit. I'm going to come back to the food bit. And then my three o'clocker. My three o'clocker. I, did, I, have just, I need to write this scroll down. Spotify, scroll mm, Spotify, scroll mm, Spotify. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. My three o'clocker, Charles Bradley, I think. Nice. Yeah. Bring him back. Yeah, bring him back. And then I've got one, the 6 p.m. and the headliner. Is that right? Yeah, okay, cool. And I've got an after dark as well. Okay, so Charles Bradley. You know, just... Get everybody grooving a bit, you know, a bit of the blues. And he might bring out, I don't know, someone like Aretha Franklin or something with him, you know, get a bit of the yeah, soul cool. on top of that, get a bit of a sing along. And then by 6 pm, I'm going to just cut through the noise, I'm going to go 50 cent. <laughs> right? And this, this though, is, is not just because I'm a 50 cent fan. I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. But, like, it's because when we saw Dizzy Rascal support the Chili Peppers, like, 10 years ago, it was such a rogue move after like basically shindy all afternoon he fucking came out cut through the noise everybody was on their feet and then that just started it yeah, so class. I think like actually gonna gonna kind of copy and paste that and then my headliner my headliner 
my following head. 50 cent fucking hell yeah I know and I think I don't know yeah I might just do it for my own pleasure but maybe maybe Led Zeppelin yeah, yeah you know I think that's on brand isn't yeah. It? yeah so I might go Zepp you know it doesn't really need much of an introduction does it I mean whether they'll even get back together who knows but um, <laughs> is, that your, <laughs> is that your concern yeah Silas <laughs> guy yeah. thinking it might be nice for them to come, all, come over there yeah 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 that is true I won't do that actually because no? it's nah because getting too niche then and they'll all come after us as Zepheads won't they so um, <laughs> but yeah let's have, and then my after after dark one it's going to be Frank Moody I've been yeah. listening to a lot of them lately and they just get a bit of groove on for people to carry on yeah. for the night then so a real eclectic mess really on the back foot here on the Isle of Sky and then slash what am I going to oil <laughs> slash the oil oh the oil rig stage who's playing that yeah 50 can play that so if you want to <laughs> go you, you, you want to yeah. go you can like you know turns out he's like massive brains behind loads of the stuff coming out of um, suits and all that not suits what's power. the power that's yeah. it yeah and the other ones but fucking hell I read an article in Forbes about him so yeah He's obviously on his shit, and he food, bruv. <sighs> food. <laughs> yeah, food. I don't really know food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tart yeah. flat. Nah, 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 not really a tart flat boy. Just picking you. I was just thinking you on the Alps skiing or something. That sort of shit. Yeah, I would have one. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Like, don't get me wrong. It just doesn't doesn't get me going. You know, it's not what you'd have before mm. a fifty cent gig. Nah, nah, nah. Do you know what I might add to you? It's a steak sandwich. <laughs> Really rogue a steak sandwich. Yeah, the chewiest fucking meal <laughs> you could possibly. Yeah, I'm really, on the, I'm really drawing a blank on the food bit. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe a steak, steak sandwich. sandwich. Fair play. Sounds <laughs> a good festival. Well, yeah, I think all all it festivals probably needs a bit more thought to be quite honest. But yeah, when we get there, I mean, because you fired from the hip, does pretty good. Yeah, sweet. So those are all three of the, the dream festivals. Next pub. Let's go. Radio. James Bain, three seasons in LES, you've mentioned the King Gears more times than any of us bear to even think about. <laughs> the Giz Jar is fucking loaded. Yeah, the me- the metaphorical Giz Jar has got us a beer. Cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers, cheers, cheers. And a packing crisp. Yeah. <laughs> Turtles crisps as well, look. It's full. So we're going to do a quiz now, and we're going to really fucking test your Giz knowledge. And if you win, if you do well, if you get all of them, you get everything out of Giz jar. Right. Just fuck all. Get, <laughs> get pride. Get pride. Sixteen questions are. Sixteen. Yeah, with a few, with a few A parts and B parts as well. But we'll try and rattle through it. So you know. Rattle through it. See what I did there? <laughs> Go on, then. and if you got, you can, you can. You know, you can phone a friend, friend if you want. Yeah, you can phone a friend. Not that I'm going to be any help. But let's do it. Question one. How many letters are there in the word King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? <laughs> it's a very generic beginning. 25. 23. Uh, K-I-N-G-G-I... Z Z Z A R D that's 11 A N D T H E 17 Oh, I've got it wrong 25 is it? No it's 24 24 you both got it wrong Yeah No point Anyway Point is This was leading on to the second question How many studio albums have they released? 20 
Studio albums is the key part of that question. Correct. See why the two hours going there? 23 and 23. So do you want to hit on the breakdown of that? 15 live albums, 13 of which are exclusively on Bandcamp. Three compilation albums, one remix album, three extended play album, 51 singles, and 60 music videos. It's nuts, it? Fucking a lot of work in it. Really? Who are the other 14? Yeah. <laughs> right, question three. What year did Eric Moore leave the band to focus on flightless records? Correct. What is Flightless Records, James? Flightless Records is the record uh, label that Kinky set up together, that Eric run, um, but they parted ways for whatever reason. Um, for him to focus on Flightless Records, man. So yeah. What did Flightless Records and King Gizzard and the Wizard Wizard, the Wizard Lizard, use to post and deliver their early releases? Pizza boxes. They used to put pizza boxes in the post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, transported. <laughs> <laughs> Trans- transported by bike. Yeah. I yeah. Okay, cool. Next question. Name the first King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album released. <laughs> Correct, man. Yeah. And so. Yeah, well done. <laughs> 7th September 2012. Correct. How many times does Rattlesnake appear in the lyrics to Rattlesnake? You should know this because one of the first times I met you, you told me you listened to the song and did a tally on a piece of paper. Yeah, no, I got it wrong because the, the lyrics are Rattlesnake, 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 Rattles me. Yeah. And I thought it was Rattlesnake. Take it. Um, the number 39 is going to no, you're both wrong. 54. In the middle Yeah, literally. You missed that bar there. Yeah, literally. Okay. It was their first single off their uh, 2016 album, Flying Microtonal Banana, which is their attempt at a uh, fully microtonal album. So, question no, seven. Oh, was it? Oh, is it? Right. <laughs> I'm glad you're fact-checking the <laughs> quiz. <laughs> On that, uh, question seven, define the term microtonal. Microtones, uh, so when we talk of the musical scale in the West, in the West, everything's broken up into 12 equal parts. So we've got like A, we've got B, we've got uh, well, A, A sharp, B, uh, C, C sharp, D, D sharp, uh, E, F, F sharp, G, G sharp, or sharp, B flat. But microtones are like notes in between those notes. Yeah. So, that's what microtones are. so I've defined it as the, the use in music of microtones, intervals smaller than a semitone. Yeah. There we go. Cool. What song is their longest studio release? Uh, that would be dripping tap. Correct, mate. How long is it? 17 minutes and 17 seconds. <laughs> 18 minutes and 17 seconds. Close, though. Question 10. How many Giz Fests have taken place? Uh, six. Three. You kind of referenced this question earlier, but where did the band appear on the Institute of Contemporary Music Performance, world's hardest working musicians? <laughs> <laughs> 
This was measured by the number of shows played between January 2018 and August 2019 for context. So pre-COVID, basically. No, incorrect. No. This this would have been the tour that like <laughs> they sold out like every show except for two and played like fifty six shows. Um, and this is where they ranked. Yeah, so they ranked. Um, I'm gonna say top five, four. Twenty first. Oh really? Really? Yeah, with a hundred and thirteen live shows. Yeah, 22 domestic and 91 international. And do you know who tops the bill? Lewis Capaldi. 195 shows compared to King Gizzy's 113. How many albums do you release in between that? Well, he goes and sings the same songs, doesn't he? Yeah, it's not a different set that we did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Anyway, question 12. How many band members are there currently? Perfect. Question 13. Can you name them, please? Stephen McKenzie, Joe Walker, Joey Walker, Ambrose Kenny Smith, Craig Cook, Lucas Haywood, or Lucas Skinner. He changed his name when he married his wife, and then Michael Cavanaugh. Nice. Well done, mate. Michael as well. I've even written Michael here as well. Mike. Question 14. This is really niche. Right. What BPM is the 15 minute intermission track in their Mammoth performances played at? You know they have the 15 minute countdown that comes up halfway through. Yeah. Was that the show that we were at? Yeah. Yeah, in, the, in Ali Pali. What BPM is that track? They wrote that track. Uh, 60. Yeah, really slow. Fuck. Yeah. So also, this is another niche question, but I feel like you might be better equipped to answer this one. What are the three main types of guitars Stu keeps on stage? As in, what do you mean? So the three main types of guitars he has on stage, and when he plays. Well, type really. Good brand, Brandon. Try brand. Moving goalposts. Well, you know. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole mega guitar. He's also, it's got like, uh, that blue Yamaha. Um, it's not Pacifica, but like, it's a weird shape. Um, it's got um, the Explorer. Yeah, nice. There's two. I've got th- three. Yeah, there's one more. It's in drop D tune in to give you a. He's got flying samurai. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The black 12 string. Might be the. Bl- is it? Yeah. Fucking hell. So, is this the last question? Final question. What city are they from? Um, well, Brunswick. That's the town, right? So that's the part of it. Yeah, it is, that's correct, mate. Yeah, Melbourne is the answer I was looking for. <laughs> To be fair, I don't, well, I don't know what you got there. I don't know what you scored, but you did Neither justice. <laughs> I think you got about 50, 50, yeah, 50, 50 60%. You were a fucking true gizzard. You <laughs> smashed that. I'm sweating. Yeah. The description of Microtunnel was a highlight for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you nailed dripping taps straight out the gates as well. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Charles' place. No, yeah. I measure, like, oh, sweat, like yeah. tap things that I do by, like, oh, I'll take one dripping tap. <laughs> 
Oh, proud of you, mate. Uh, You're well done. Well the, big, the world's biggest gizzard. It's been a pleasure <laughs> to see you be the gizzard. Get your tattoo out in the pub, then. Down the line. He's got a tap. We'll put a picture up. We'll put a picture up. Well done, mate. Well done. Well done. Alright then chaps, what am I doing? So we're having a round of finished lyrics. Yeah. The lyrics are from songs of our guests that have been before. <laughs> see how much I see how much I know about it. Question is, has he tucked you up with an Adwaith in a well song? <laughs> yeah. I know the word carryad gets spoken a lot in in uh, Adwaith. Or Eto. Yeah. 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 <laughs> means love, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I worked it out from listening to a lot of Adwaith tunes, so yeah. from context. Yeah. 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 Right, hit me. Um, I'm feeling, I'm not going to lie, I don't feel like I can do very well. Unless it's sung to me, then I'm probably not going to do well. Because a spoken well, lyric is very different to a sung lyric, so isn't it? I may get into singing it to give you a bit of yeah, a clue. Let's see how I really go. Uh, but yeah, finish the lyric, and if you can name the song and band. If I look obviously like I'm struggling, then yeah. Right, oh, we, might need a, we might need a little sing song. Okay. Let's ready, do it. You ready for the first one? Yeah, Franny. All out. the children scream with glee. As he descends from the trees, he's not coming to get you. All the children scream with glee. Give he's me not coming to get you. Fuzzy features, family Battenberg. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Right then, next one. Plowing through the bean fields, beating around the bush. Oh, this rings a bell. Plowing through the bean field. Is this Angel Hotel? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I wasn't on that episode, but I listened back through it and I remember Beanfield being brought up. Yeah. Two from two, man. Rumpy Pumpy? Nah, yeah. Fucking hell. You're on fire. Knowledge. Man. You're on fire. There's more lost to read than you realise, mate. Yeah. Hit me. Number three. Feed me. I'm skimped and hungry. Oh, I know this one. You can call a friend on this one if you need to, mate. Feed me. I'm skimped and hungry. Hit me. Panic Shack, meal deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Panic Shack lyric I've ever heard. Really. <laughs> you love that song, don't you? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. It's a good tune. Not my favourite Panic Shack tune, which is probably why the, the trouble lay. But I think it's the Boss Man's Got Plenty now. It's alright, Boss Man's Got Plenty. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll take an L on that. I'm a bit gutted it's a Panic Shack. Nah, you found a friend, mate. Calm down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Still three for three. Three for three. Yeah. 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 Come on, Em. Number four, hit me. Little homie didn't know that his mama's coming home with me. Oh, Mademoiselle she CBC. Coat on the floor. Yeah, too easy. Mademoiselle CBC. Yeah. This is finished the sorry, down. sorry, sorry, sorry. She leaves a coat on the floor. No, she leaves a coat on the door and the rest will find the floor, isn't it? That's the one, mate. Ah, Bonus point for correcting me as well. <laughs> <laughs> four from four. Knowledge. Nice, nice. Okay. I find myself below the spotlight. Wait. Oh no. Is that it? Yeah. Is that Alice Lowe? Yeah. Uh, show business? Yeah. Oh, five from five. Having a baby. Yeah. Okay. It sounds so different when you say, wait, oh no, doesn't it? Wait, oh no. I'm having a baby. Yeah, nice. I'm real. Right. What's up? Five, five from five. five. I go there in the red, summer birth man come red. 
Eto. Yeah. Bad wife. Something in the word cariads yeah. in there. Yeah, there you go, see? You know it, man. Yeah, I know Cariad. And then the other day, we, I was in the car listening to it. I forgot what I was doing then. In the car listening to it, and I heard Cariad, and I was like, what is Cariad? And then I Googled it, and I think that was love, which makes sense. It pops up a lot in Adwife songs, in every pop song, so nice. Nice, man. Six for six. Okay. Maybe it's not your dog that stinks, it's your breath. What have you been eating, mate? Biscuit tin, get down services. Can you finish the line? It stinks. Compost? Get lost! <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that song also having the best lyric of all time, which is Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe, more like the twat, the twat, and the twat. Yeah, yeah. I know, I can put that one in. Too, nah, too, easy. too easy for me. Too easy. But I still got it. <laughs> Alright, and next one. There's a snake in my boot, there's a rat in my cage, there's a shark at my feet. Your cock's turning as well? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm lost on this one. Say it again. There's a rat in my cage. There's a shark on my feet. That's been circling for days. What is that? Fuck, you know what? In my head, I was like. That could be idols, but I was like, I don't know that one. Shit, yeah. I think I butchered the rendition. No, <laughs> good man. <laughs> Great tune. song to Great pick tune. from them, though. Yeah, well, that's those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. But, like, it's a big I can hear it now. I can hear it now so clearly. All right. It's the 6 o'clock Simpsons. It's the 10 o'clock News. Oh, fuck. Fucking hell. This is on the tip of my tongue. But now I've had reached that zone where I'm like, it was so close, and I feel like I could touch it, and now I'm like circling, but I don't even have a clue. Do you want the next line? Yeah, go on, hit me. Paying the mortgage. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, um, Humdinger, Langhammer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Paying the mortgage, but I don't know the lyric after that. Paying your dues. Paying your dues. Yeah. Great tune. Great tune. Yeah. Um, child's running past. She's running faster. She wants to play with you. Child running faster, running faster. Can I get a little a bit of melody? Oh. Have we got any more lyric? No. She won't. No. Child. <laughs> <laughs> <Chart. laughs> I haven't got a Scooby on this uh, one. I'll change lane on the same band, different song. All right. Is this from the hip? This is from the hip. Fucking hell. Um, fucking hell, we go. David Bowie is my Henry Ford. So am I going back to the first one, or am I doing this one now? This, this one one's, um, God, John Lennon's my Jesus Christ, buzzer, buzzer, buzzer. Right. David Bowie, hey. If he was standing, standing in the pulpit, I would praise the Lord. You know yeah, it, brother. Yeah. yeah. So what was the first one? Chew. Is that the new one? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't got around the new one as much as I got around the old stuff yet. So, yeah. well, you don't like it, do you? I tell you what, I, you know, this is not opinion time. We, you know, we haven't got an episode to follow up, but when I heard Buzzard's disco remix of uh, Double Denim Hop, I was cr- like frothing for a disco avenue for Buzzard to go next. Um, so maybe it was my bias that wanted that that hasn't got into Chew yet. I wanted, I wanted to see them rock the flares, the high waist, and get some disco going. 
I didn't expect you to come, so I probably haven't gotten around it enough. But yeah, yeah. I'm all here for it. Too. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the huh? ultimate one. You and me trying to be alone. You and me near the knuckle. Uh, near the knuckle. Close to home. Yeah. Pigeon wings near the knuckle. Yeah. 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 Nice. OGs. Great tune. And then maybe this is a little bit of a tougher one then to finish on. I'm so glad that I met you, my sweet boy. I gaze in admiration. Oh. Like young Garber? Am I parking mm. up the wrong tree there? Up the wrong tree there. Come on, can I get a bit of melody or anything? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm so glad that I met you, my sweet boy. I just gaze in admiration. Well, fuck, we didn't interview George Harrison, did we? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. No idea. I've got no claim on this one either. No? That was Katay's Terrors by Islet. Islet. Fuck. Wow. Wow. Great tune. Great guy. Great tune. Fucking yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what was nice is that reminded me how many great bands we've interviewed since we've done the LS. That is a real refreshing thing to know that we've interviewed some amazing bands. All of those songs are class. So, yeah, good on them. I, I thought I did all right. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised at how well I did there. Yeah, mate. I was worried without the melody, but. Yeah. Good. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. It was great. Mate, you did well, bro. You did really well. Standout tunes in that list. Few voice. I mean, Mademoiselle for me. I, I, I remember hearing that song live before it was released, recorded, and loved it, and uh, loved it equally when it came out. But show business, Alice Lowe. Yeah, that's a favourite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like, we're going to play this this week of like old timers. Yeah. Like all time great favourite songs. Yeah. Show business. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, it is a good one. It is a good one. Oh, well, thanks, boys, and uh, thanks for the guests. Did well, well, mate. Oh, Did really well. well. Yeah. What a collection of artists. So uh, nice one, lads. Well then. Nice one. We've had our go, Al. We've had Bane doing a giz quiz, me finishing the lyrics. Yeah, this is a bit more open though, isn't it? This is a bit more... It's, it's up your street there. It is, yeah, it is. Money, organisation. I have none of. No, yeah, yeah. but like... Organisation. Yeah, organisation, cash, putting people... You know, improvement, it, mate. Yeah, improvement. Sorry, yeah, improvement. improvement. Driving standards and making it a better, build a better place. So how much? You know, just for context, Alex is going to have. We're giving you a million. Yeah, do it. Yeah, we'll give you a, a million pounds to renovate the music industry. How you see fit? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's worth prefacing. I actually don't think the music industry is in that bad a condition from what we've done over the past three years. Right? I think it's always hard. Finding success as a creative is always hard, regardless of what platform you're in. There was that glory period on their music where people made a fuckload of, well, the labels made a fuckload of cash of people, and I know that period is now Spotify for them, right? But I actually don't think it's probably ever been any easier to release music. Yeah, that's true. So, 99% of the world probably got as probably ridiculous thing actually. Most of the people who want to release music have got access to a laptop or some device right and some ability to recording so i actually think we're in a really good spot about releasing stuff now like this the whole diy movement like and i know 
everybody hates Spotify, but everybody still uses it, utilizes it, or streaming services to do that, right? Yeah, and it gives you music, new music, better than it's ever done exactly. before. So I don't, I don't think we're in as bad a position as we see. There's absolutely still profiteering going on. It's just now different people to what it was 20 years ago, right? So, but that's kind of like by the by. I think the million pounds is actually not very much money anymore. Either. No. So. It's a ridiculous statement to make as well. It doesn't go very far, does it? But like my point here is no. I think it probably starts. I, I was didn't have absolute. I would spend a hundred grand on this, twenty grand on that, right? I'm gone into that level of detail stuff. But I think where I'd start, I'd take it way back when, right? And I would give better grants to people in school wanting to learn instruments. Yeah, cool. So that's where I'd start right at the beginning. Fuck that whole recorder bollocks off. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's got yeah. a recorder. I, you know, I just remember fucking on with a recorder, making noise. I have, I have no recollection of learning G's and C's and D. You know, I don't. You know, and it's really out of context when you play that on any other yeah instrument. Well, I wanted to. I remember being at primary school. And I asked my parents to do guitar lessons, and my mum was like, it's "Can't afford it. Yeah. yeah, can't afford so to do it." I would try and remove that barrier as best as possible. Subsidise. I'd start there, probably with some stuff. And I know everybody doesn't learn well in school and there's different ways and 90% of musicians pick it up themselves and they learn off YouTube and kind of like how you started and we started you know and stuff but I think I would make a better emphasis on learning music theory and the music process in schools and give better opportunities for people to play the drums and everything else that's where I would start that's class with the bit thing and then I think the next stage after that then is creating environments I don't think you can pay so like I don't think you can spend enough money to then make people create the right people they either are or they aren't I don't think everybody is in part somewhere but then I also think the environment that a lot of people operate in allowing them to feel safe and do that is where the value comes from I think so I think I don't know take Cardiff or Bristol for example there's quite a few venues and small communities of people that help one another I think and and, and I don't quite know how you would do it in, in the sense of creating environments you know, there's obviously art centres, but they're all a bit traditional and all a bit shit, and there's probably not access to good enough kit, you know, and like, maybe like, there's a few obviously privateers doing stuff in Cardiff, like what's the, is it Music Box, right, they've got the ability yeah. to record in there, but maybe, maybe more recording spaces, probably, I would put the emphasis yeah. on, and maybe public access recording spaces, not like um, Pirate Studio, you know, kind of public access spaces that you could use. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't need a lot of space. You don't need a lot of space, but I think allowing the spaces to allow people to come together, I think that's probably where I would focus the money on to allow people to be creative. Yeah. And, and I think there's probably a bit of bit of push and pull with that, you know, with this, if you want to come in and practice and record stuff and stuff, then that stuff then needs to go out, right? And it's been recorded... I don't know if Cardiff Council record studios, for want of a better word, it's then got to go back out, right? Because you got, I think it's important to just start the movement of stuff. So that's kind of where I was going with it. Was starting at the beginning with the with the, with with the kids, and then creating the environment stuff of it as well. So not that controversial. The one controversial thing I would do though is anyone who fucking is into Eurovision, they can go straight to the shrink. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Well, that's true. How much well, money do you think gets put into you? Fucking yeah. God knows. Do you know what I mean? If you can yeah. recycle that money back into the grassroots community music of yeah across Europe as well, and don't yeah. get me wrong, absolutely. You know, members of my family worked on Eurovision, right? And like, it's important for all the production teams and everything else. And absolutely, and there's huge amounts of skill sets and skills going in at the top level there. For what, quite frankly, is a fucking joke. 
like yeah. across Europe. Do you know what I mean? And so God knows the amount of money and government money that then gets pushed to sending all these fuckers over there. Yeah. Like, it's all in Liverpool. And absolutely, I'm sure Liverpool profited from having an event on in the city. But would it have profited it any more from having that versus just having a Coldplay gig in the city? Or right? a festival or where you play little young bands. bands. Yeah, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, and I'd, so I'd go on the fucking brigade of shutdown Eurovision as well. Just be like, a, you could... Yeah, I'd not... So my million pounds has gone a long way. But, but the yeah. reason why Eurovision is popular is because it's competition, right? And I don't want to pit bands against each other, but if you were going to try and say... So they wouldn't get rid of Eurovision because it's so lucrative, because it's competition. Why don't you just do a fucking massive national battle, battle of bands? bands. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you know... That'd be unreal. Like, yeah. regional... And then like national, like UK. Every yeah. year it's in a different city. 100%. Yeah. And you know, and you do, and it's good enough now. You can digitally vote for stuff, right? Yeah. It doesn't even have to be live on telly on Saturday night because who the fuck's sitting around watching that? Yeah. There's this week, right? Of, I don't know, the Cardiff ones all appear on social media. You go and watch them all in your own time and then you vote, right? Yeah. After the recording of it. Maybe that's kind of the way. The winner gets a slot at a festival. Exactly. Fucking hell, there you go. Don't you need the money? Well, no, no, yeah. <laughs> you just swap, swap the money. <laughs> For, for the Eurovision for the, the battle of the bands, bands. yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah there's the reallocation there's reallocation but I do yeah. think it it um talk I don't know it's difficult where to put the money but earlier you were mentioning like it's never been easier to release music that is true it's never been easier to release music but as a result it's never been harder to quit your full time job and become a musician absolutely so the Don't money can be distributed in a way that can like the grants that you say that can give maybe a musician a year to spend because how many great bands or musicians fall by the wayside because they've got to do a full time job 100% yeah money on the Friday and like you know what I can't be fucking asked to, to go out and record or go and play this gig so if that money could be used to give them the window to pursue full time musicianship without having to try and break through to do it I think that would be a good thing 100% and there has to be some deliverables on it right you have to play so many gigs you have to have released so many songs and I know that doesn't always work well in conjunction with creativity but if you've been given an opportunity you've got to deliver something right I think that's the key I think the key part of it is, well is, is driving delivery of stuff and not delivery and it's not even got to be good but the moment you start producing or you start releasing the next time you do it it'll be better time after yeah. that it'll be better again so it's about instilling the the start of the process I think that's how we kind of used to work though, isn't it? bands get like a five record deal yeah the label know in the first year they're going to be shot they might hit their rhythm on the third and hopefully by the fifth they're selling platinums yeah that, right, was, that was what it was like before yeah and yeah. now it's like yeah, that's what the issue is in a sense is TikTok, isn't it? It's but like, is that better though? Because is because the speed of the feedback is better. Yeah, but then the speed of the song has to be a certain speed to capture your attention. So like, goodbye, long intros, goodbye. But that's not how we listen to music anymore, though, is it? What on TikTok? Well, in just you know, do we listen to long intros? You know, I. I but like. You gotta like, remember, we're not well, the majority of people who consume. Oh, yeah, and the traditional format of how it goes is is also different now as well. Right? People don't release that many albums anymore. It's just a bit rare to release an album. Right? Yeah. So, how do you? Yeah, it's how do you combat the idea of TikTok being the main source of music listening to a give? I think the big fact is you can't ignore it. Yeah. It's here and it's here to stay. And and it's just the new format of how we we, yeah. we use stuff, right? So But generally in the Zach place as well, like like 
instant gratification is a thing. There's like the attention span is so much yeah. shorter. And like used to be a fan of a band, and that was like your band. Um, and now you know, like our dad's here would have like fashioned their whole personality around it. Yeah, Smiths in it. Yeah. 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 And now we've got like so much access to the and they're so transactional. Yeah. I think the reason why we wanted you to reallocate money is because it is probably one of the hardest times to become a full-time musician. Is it though? Is it harder to get the record deal now than it was? And are we just now because of the ability to hear from all the people who didn't get one on social media? Or who are struggling. We now see those people struggling, yeah. right? Whereas before, you would have known the people in your pub or your village or town that you went to, and there would be bands that come and went, right? And you would never have fucking no idea who, who tried yeah. and failed in Sheffield. Yeah. But you can become a medium sized, you used to be able to become a medium sized band and have a crack at it. Whereas the only way now to be a full time musician is to become a big bat, like. Yeah. Relatively big band. You don't have any medium or low to medium full-time musicians. No. And early the fuck as well. Yeah, like, yeah. The example that was kind of given to me was Tom Waits. Like Tom Waits is like high art. Like, he's like he's just poetry, really. Yeah. Um, but like he is the millionaire because that's how the music industry is like constructed. Like even if he's like medium popularity or cult popularity or very niche popularity, he was still able to make fat stacks of cash out of records. Like now, even if you are a niche artist, like you haven't got that platform to be able to set yourself up and like personally benefit from your financial, uh, yeah, from your art financial. I think there probably needs to be an acceptance that that's just not how it is anymore. And so if you want to be a full-time professional musician, you kind of got to play the game a bit with that. And there's probably no doubt if we were sitting here four years ago talking about trying to sell vinyls rather than get listenership on Spotify, he would have come up with an absolute load of issues with that format versus what it was like previous to that, right? So we're kind of like reflecting on this, on our period versus the period before, but there's no doubt there were challenges on the period before versus the period before that. So, um, I don't know, you know, full I think the consumption bit, the consumer is, you can't really use the money to change consumer habits, that's the yeah. thing, it's yeah. consumer habits. But I think if you use the money to feed more creativity or engage more people in what's actually happening yeah. and create the environments and allow people to learn better creative ways, yeah. then you inevitably end up with a more fruitful environment. I think that's the key. Yeah. For the people who do, yeah, 100%. 100%, 100%. There we go. I tell you what, mate. You're a, you're a lot more of an exciting bloke than we've made you out by dedicating <laughs> by dedicating this segment to you, the deepest, yeah, most serious bit. segment. Yeah, that was a bit. Yeah, but you, we've, yeah, but I, because we had faith, we need to be able to crack the industry. Really, but, but, but we build it from the ground up. But, uh, brick brick, is it? Yeah, band but band. precursor. Alex has got a lot more chat than just sitting and talking, talking shop. Not a lot. Because we we yeah. did a, did a gears just quiz and a lyric quiz and a bloody change the world quiz. Yeah, but well, you've done a good job, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Consumption needs to change. Get rid of the recorder, put a guitar in her hand, and make more make more community centres that with better kit in it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the youth club, like job done. Yeah, next pub. Boom.
we've done our final pub crawl as a group. It's been an honour. We're, we've started off it. Where do we start off? <laughs> Mocking 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 and then we went to yeah. the Albany. That's it. Yeah. Royal Oak. Yeah. yeah. Attempted Arms, And now we're going to finish off in our HQ Tiny Rebel. Cheers. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Cheers to that. Yeah. And then to look back on what we've done since we started, I've compiled a little quiz about the best moments. You have to answer the what the moments are when we start. Yeah. And then when we've come up to the end, we'll put them in the top ten. Alright. Oh, fuck. Go on, then. And that which will be hard. I think that'll be tough. But this... I don't know. We'll see how this is. Some are easy. Some are handouts. Some are a bit tougher. Some are handouts. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't got a melody to give you. So, first question. Where did Bane give Tom Reese some chat or some stick or got stuck into him about finally discovering guitar pedals? <laughs> I didn't get stuck. I didn't say finally discovered <laughs> guitar pedals. I just said, he's got, has he got a new one on the board? Like? I know where this is. Is this in the Millennium Centre? Yeah. yeah. For the Welsh musical. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Which? Because they were playing tunes. They, pl- they played all their new stuff. Yeah. 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 And so Hugh Stevens kindly gave us the invite. You two guys went. Buzz had played a load of their new tunes. And, and Bane got stuck into Tom Reese. <laughs> so that's, that was question one. I think that was a bit. That was a kind of a bit of a handout. Oh. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Have you got a clue sheet as well, or what? Yeah, if you want a clue, <laughs> ask for a clue. Righto. So, question number two. Uh, it's kind of, there's not a, a specific point in the same way there is for the Welsh Music Awards. So, what period in your lives and the era of the LES would you associate the name Claude? <laughs> Claude. Claude, yeah. Year one of the LES. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah, so I've got here, this is like... Claude Macalilli. First ever in-person chats we did. So we did the first three or four on Zoom. Yeah. And then there was a spell when you guys moved into Waterloo Tea Gardens and we started doing our first ever in-person ones. And I just remember that as a time when we would record for like two hours, chat absolute shit and get hammered whilst we did it. <laughs> Finish recording and then just get hammered. That's pretty much what it was. Sounds about right. And it was the, the kind of like... Why don't we do that anymore? Because <laughs> too serious. It yeah, wasn't serious yeah. back then. It was just too like, many followers, man. Too many listeners. Yeah, we just, <laughs> too, much, too much responsibility now. That was those days. I compiling this list. I realised how fond I looked back on those days. Yeah. Sitting and we moved the sofas around. Well, I remember writing one that, mic in the middle. Do you remember me writing that email? Uh, so if you got pulled over by the police, why are you travelling <laughs> from Bristol to Cardiff? Yeah, yeah. You had the, from the creative director of the LES. <laughs> oh, fucking God bless us. It was a work emergency. It was a work emergency. So, so far we've got well, the Welsh Music Awards and our first ever in-person interview. So for context, the Claude is a pub. Sorry, yeah. Which is our local yeah. pub when we're at there. Where we go to after. Which we don't go on to go to because that's a really shit pub. So. But you have a few debrief booths. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which was then. novelty back then. Yeah. Back okay, this, one, COVID. this one, I like this one. At what event did we turn up to where someone said, there's three lads here and one of them's wearing a beret, so they obviously take themselves too seriously? Quick <laughs> 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 
Yeah, you know, I should have picked French cuisine for my fucking <laughs> festival well, that's food. That's why I was going tart flat, kind of trying to egg. Yeah, egg you I on like that, French food. So, I remember we were, you know, pumped. We were excited. We were nervous, and obviously for the guys who are real radio DJs to do the Green Man Radio is not not serious for them but we were like this was our Glastonbury headliner yeah. Yeah. See, this is exactly what happens dude you yeah. don't need people don't need people need support man. yeah, yeah, I yeah. Know. and we we turned up all in LAS t-shirts well sorry I don't think I had one on and Al had a beret on <laughs> I don't know why I had a beret I never wear a beret like, <laughs> gla- I remember he glanced it was in the it was in the van like the Green Man radio van and we were kind of stood outside the van waiting to go in to do our exchange over the next June and he was like yeah that's it it's all from me tonight uh, I'm about to be replaced there's three lads here they obviously take themselves too seriously <laughs> one of them's wearing a beret and I think I do remember you you out you pull a face you have to say the fuck you on about <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. that means I'm not being serious but so yeah yeah we don't take ourselves too seriously if you listen to any of the podcasts I think that's pretty clear um, so tag Chris in that though that's yeah? three for three Okay, so this is less of a time, it's more of a thing. So, if at the start of this podcast I said to you, or at the start of when we began the podcast, I said to you that the LES would give us one thing, what would that be? Say, say your question again. If you... So, if at the start of the podcast I said to you, by doing this podcast, we will get one thing, we'll get one thing, what would that be? It will give us one thing. What would it be? And is there a right answer? Is this something what? you've said? No, it's no, it's not a. T- it's like a thing. It's like along the lines of getting in the room with. Kinda, yeah, yeah kinda, person, kinda. Right? It's, it's kind, yeah. Or like maybe getting on guest list for a gig. Yeah, barking up the right tree, but it's not the answer. Yeah. Didn't you want to interview Annie Mac? I, I did. That, that didn't happen. Yeah. 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 Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not in his current skies. Yeah. Um, would you want me to? To give you a clue? Yeah, I was going down the route of companionship. I was going really deep, but you were on guest list. <laughs> yeah, yes, give you one thing. I'm fucking lonely with you before starting this. Um, no, it's. Um, we've enjoyed the fruits of this very much. Oh, beer sponsorship then. Yeah, yeah. so free beers. Free beers. If I could have told you back in 2020 we'd get free beers for doing this. You'd have bit my arm off. Yeah, mad genius. So, Tiny Rebel sponsorship. We need to drink them, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've got plenty of surplus. Okay, so... uh, What famous musician did my partner meet in her dressing gown? John Beavis. Correct, correct. John Beavis. John Beavis, the drummer of Idols, who... A lot of people would pay money to to have a meet and greet with and hang out with. My girlfriend met in her dressing gown. Have you have you washed your dressing gown yet? So the context, yeah, context. We needed a picture. She comes out, dressing gown, hair in a bun. Where's the fucking phone? Then takes a picture, goes back to bed. Thank you for giving up your home, fam. Thank you, genuinely, thank you. But you know, it's funny because, like I say, it's a musician that some people would. Yeah. Pay money to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those boys are ripping it, aren't they? Yeah. Fair play. That I guess we. Yeah, and it was the time when I think it went from being like fucking hell to wow, this yeah. is silly that we found ourselves in a room with this guy. Yeah, it was like, it was like 
that sort of experience was what we were talking about from the get-go. So yeah. I'm oh, glad you were getting in the room with this. Yeah, Where's companionships, you know, yeah. Companionship. Yeah, companionship. <laughs> you know, one of the first ones was, oh, I'm glad you getting in the room with Panic Jack and doing this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first in-person yeah. interview that we've done. Yeah. They gambled on us, didn't they? Fair play. And then all of a sudden, you're in the guy who's played shows to like some of the biggest crowds been a Mercury Award uh, nominated musician um, and what a great guy as well well like a seriously yeah. good guy yeah and some great and I've since seen uh, Dev the bass player on another podcast that has like a hundred followers on Instagram so they're clearly guys who like give a shit support about like yeah. yeah and you can tell because whenever we explain to him a little bit about what we did or like what it was about he was he was up for it he was keen and he like he cared so I really John. John's company. Yeah. And he's a guy I'd love yeah. to go for a pint with, but I also realise who doesn't want to go for a pint with? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you fancy a pint, John. Okay. So, easy one here. Uh, what did we. We've been there tonight, the Royal Oak Pub. What did we do at the Royal Oak Pub? How about you two, yes, and Jim? Yeah, well, we did a photo shoot with, photo shoot with our boy Leggy. Yeah. Uh, so, we did a collaboration for the uh, merch. Where uh, Leggy did a little bit of a design for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, did a little shoot in there. Banging. I, so have, that, you, have you given us them yet? Are they all still at your house? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. None of us have worn one yet. Yeah. Yeah. So the answer to that is the Leggy, the Leggy tea, the collaboration tea, which was just a cool project to do. Yeah, Harry yeah. Toner. Yeah. yeah. Nice little side hustle, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I hate Harry now. Oh, I hate Harry With now. At the front line of Water Pistol. Fucking Harry, Leggy. Keep an eye on these boys. What couldn't Leggy wear and, and, and not look cool? <laughs> do you know what I mean? He, he was used to rock the Sergio Tashini trackies and look a lot cooler than I do wearing <laughs> what I'm wearing now. I'll take him on just wearing Speedos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speedos, you reckon you got him, do you? Alright. Need a bit of pot to carry. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my favourite question out of all of the questions today. Where did Bane mistakenly say that saxophone was part of the horn section? I usually remember my mistakes. If you ask me at like 2am and I'm trying to sleep, I don't know what it feels like, you know? Yeah. Um, Are you talking about the section of where it is or actually where he physically said it? Yeah, like what time, event, place, thing that we did, did he say that? It was an interview. Is the sax not part of a horn section then? There's wind. Woodwind. Ah. Fuck it, fair enough, that's an easy mistake to make. (laughs) I'll contextualise when I give the answer. Right. I got no idea, mate. Uh, uh, um, this could be number one on the list. What? This could end up being number one when we put these into time. Ah, it's 100% in the CVC track by track. Bingo, yeah. Bingo. It was... It, I mean, like you say, it was a very easy mistake to make, but I listened back I didn't to that. You know that? No, I listened back to it, and it was just a very funny moment where I think we were talking about Hail Mary or something, and Bane goes, Have I, Did I notice a few horns? And Elliot goes, Horns? And we were like, Yeah, yeah, sa- sax. He goes, It's a woodwind, but I'll let you on. <laughs> and it was such a funny line. That, um, and I, yeah, I remember listening to it thinking, Knowing you as I know, that would have eaten you up, which yeah. is why I brought it back it up. But man, no, it hasn't. <laughs> you definitely like, did not remember <laughs> that. You did not remember that moment. But Elliot's delivery of yeah. the uh, of the response was funny, but plenty of those quips in that Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, it was easy in that episode to get lost in what was what was 
right and what was left. It, was, <laughs> it, just, it got fair away. A lot of excitement, wasn't there? Well, okay. let's, hang on, let's give Elliot a shout-out for the sacks over that he was pulling out on their headline show. Knock, no. knock. Oh. Yeah, oh, my God. Well, he was yeah. giving it the chat on the night, wasn't he, though? He's not, he wasn't going to do it, and then he did it. So, so all we um, need now is Ben to do vocals on Mademoiselle. That's it. That's the next step, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, this is an interesting one. Where did Haddy... Well, I put unnamed photographer, but Haddy the photographer invent the move we're now going to call the mechanics creeper. So to give you context, I googled this. The creeper is what mechanics use to get underneath cars and do an inspection. <laughs> so we're going to call it the creeper. <laughs> oh yeah! No, this is at the photo shoot with uh, with Tesco and Di from CBC. Yeah. I don't know the name of the street, but, and I don't remember the name of the pub, but it's the alleyway. Just the Bank the Tavern in Bristol. The Bank Tavern, literally outside the Bank Tavern. She was full creeper shot up on, on, She's on her back, lying on the cold floor, February or whatever it was, or fucking hell, it was cold though, and she's looking up at the two of them, just going, give me some emotion, <laughs> give me some emotion, and Jessica and I were over giving her, like, I don't know, give, obviously trying to give some emotion, <laughs> but... Um, I just remember looking. Yeah. I was kind of walking around, sorting some stuff out. And I did a 180 turn, so I had on her back, camera up, like in the full creeper yeah. position. Yeah, <laughs> really, the mechanics creeper. Really calling the creeper. Yeah, we'll have to pull out. Yeah, <laughs> late night, just hit the creeper and hit the, yeah. hit, the hit the deck. Like, all right, where did we meet the doorman called Spike, who referred to himself as the sexiest doorman <laughs> Viking trend lover in the world? Oh, I think about this man a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Rebel Fest, yeah, worked for Tiny Rebel that day and I asked him what his favourite Tiny Rebel beer was and he said Stella. <laughs> <laughs> I want a bloke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a lot of time for that. And he was... Earliest craft shit, like, you know, you yeah. know what I mean? He was an intimidating looking guy as well. And we oh, had to go over and get into... Like yeah. Stella. And last question. Uh, through what point during the whole podcast experience, LES, was I at my most nervous? When did I say I was my most nervous? I don't know, but whenever you're nervous, it, you make everyone else nervous. <laughs> I should know it because you set me off. <laughs> yeah, this is a question really for you, Ben. Like, I remember you being particularly nervous on Panic Show, the first one we did Panic Yeah, show. that was the answer. Because that was our first ever band in person. And then we had all day to sit and think about it, and I was thinking... I was shit in my pants. You're actually pretty bad at getting inside your own head, aren't you? A bit like that. You go around the ringer, don't you? Yeah. But we were in the music box, so yeah. we weren't necessarily like on our own patch. You know? Yeah, that's what it was all of it. It was new interview, new location, in person, no hiding place. Um, so there was a lot of to it. Where it was, because it wasn't, you know, necessarily the, the band or it was, it was the first for a lot of stuff. But it went on to then put us in a room with John Beavis and. Yeah. Well, and we've got a good relation with those guys to be fair yeah. and you know, they came on again didn't they exactly yeah you know good eggs real good eggs exactly so it was an important time which is why I put it in there and being nervous is a good thing so we've got Welsh Music Awards um, like first the era of the in-person interviews Green Man Radio Tiny Rebel Sponsorship John Beavis Collaboration T, track by track, OGT photo shoot, Rebel Fest, and first ever in person interview. We're going to go 10 to 1. Seriously, we're going to put that in order. Yeah. 
Have we got to, have we got to collectively well, decide go, on this? Do we want to go 1 to 10? Because I think it's easier that way, isn't it? But then it's less crescendo, isn't it? But no, go 10 to 1. Fuck it, crescendo. 10 we've got. Rebel Fest. The, the Welsh Music Prize. Tell us Welsh Music Awards, which is cool. It's cool to be a part of and cool to see all the Welsh bands. Yeah. Um, it was cool. I mean, it sounds unreal in there. It sounds so good. Unfortunately, you didn't actually get to go as well. Yeah. So it was in the uh, it was in the Millennium Centre, yeah. wasn't it? But yeah. it was cool. And Adwife won the prize. Who've been on the podcast? So we recorded the podcast with them earlier that day. Yeah. And we're putting it at ten. Fair play. Um, then we've got the we've got Rebel Fest. Well, that was a fun day. That was the first day we ever got into go into a green room, drink yeah. free beers. And I quietly took yeah. way too much advantage of that. <laughs> you got absolutely hammered. Yeah, I did. And you drove me home. I must have been chatting. That's you. Headliners. <laughs> out of the back of the lorry. <laughs> I love that though. Like yeah. set out of the back of the lorry. Yeah. 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 Just needed a bigger crowd. Warranted a bigger crowd. Yeah, it's a Sunday night, night when it yeah. in the middle of in the middle of I don't know what valley. Roger is Stone. In. Right? Risk of Valley. It's not great, that is it. And then but, we yeah. have got the C, uh, CBC photo shoot. Yeah. Which was. A cool moment to see our T-shirts on some rock Yeah, stars. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and see the creeper in action as well. <laughs> the creeper. We sold loads since then, so. And then we better get on and buy them before they run out. And then keeping it on T-shirt front, we got the leggy tee. That was cool. I, I really enjoyed that process. That was really cool. And it was cool to see someone who's who's on ASOS wearing our T-shirt. <laughs> I'm just not sure that's how he'd want to be remembered, no. but yeah. <laughs> I see him some. I see him in some weird clobber on it. <laughs> yeah, and make some, make some cash out. I think he yeah, makes some dough for him. I think he'd say. So, yeah. so that's it. Welsh Rebel First CBCs. That's at six. At five. We've got the Tiny Rebel sponsorship. Uh huh. Which is cool. To say we got free beers for talking about music. It's not a bad and good beers as well. It's yeah. a comforting community bit as well, I think, isn't it? You know, Tony Rebel is, is, is a big Shout out to Ethan as well, because he's yeah. a top bloke, yeah. He looked after us. And he's pivotal in the community in Cardiff with their, with their stuff, you know. He's yeah. there. He made things happen here. He is, isn't he? Good guy. So, um, thank you for your support. Then... Oh, you see my old dear in the coat. Yeah. Hung up on, a, on the, the railings at fucking Schlug. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Good man, I'm sure and he wants everyone to know that. And we in his place of employment, yeah. Number number five, we've got uh, all four. Next up, we've got first ever in-person interviews. Uh, first ever in-person between the three of us. How many times did you go for a wee before that, then? Yeah, well, throughout an episode, you're looking at plus five. <laughs> but, but then also, each episode was about four hours long, because we didn't know how to cut it short. <laughs> So, those were good times. Good times. Four, or next we've got the first ever in-person interview with the band. Yeah. Well, lots of wees about well, that one. Yeah, a lot of wees that night. Yeah, yeah. Wees and rollies. Then at three, we're going to go John Beavis. Yeah. Because speaks for himself. Yeah. We've got Needs no introduction, does idols it? sat on my sofa. Number two, it's a toss-up, but we've got to go CBC track by track. For number two because because number one is just that good but number number two is as good as it gets yeah. doing a track by we're the only ever <coughs> platform to ever do a track by track for that album and we probably will be it's an incredible album it's an incredible evening yeah we got to do we got to sit and listen to the album with the band who made it i mean again you talk about free beers being what you get 
from doing it for the first time, but sitting and listening to an album with the band is, I would snatch your arm off of that before we started. So special, it's so special. It's always something I enjoy and watching them in real time react to their own songs was incredible as well watching them like their facial expressions when a certain thing happened in the song yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. how good yeah. you could quite tell who was in the driving seat with a lot of stuff couldn't you yeah that nah, was fun though it was and then fun. in number one it's the green man radio station which is as good as it gets I think my favourite part there's a couple of favourite parts of that and it was only an hour but it was like the biggest deal for us ever wasn't it we poured over the tune selection but one of the, one of the funniest things I remember was he was going on this rampant introduction <laughs> what the fuck is this and there's nothing you can do because you're live it sounds dreadful if you'd interrupt him and I remember listening to Bingo rattling off on this thing going where are we going to this <laughs> she played the track yeah I was in that funny place between like having enough cans to like not be nervous but yeah. then like not having too many cans to then rattle off a massive intro and then the cans were free and then they kept they kept, and like they kept arriving didn't they when you're nervous yeah. you drink and I drank yeah. about 10 cans yeah. in the first half an hour of the show yeah yeah. And uh, you swearing was a highlight. Yeah, that was my next highlight. You said the F word. You didn't even say the F. You said F. You said fuck. And the guy was like, <laughs> Yeah, little turn all the, the control. Radio off. master saw this out, didn't he? Thank but it was God cool. And I still listen to Ain't Nice by Vagaboys and feel like that is. Yeah, that brings back that memory. Yeah, yeah. That, the opening sequence of that song brings back so many memories. So, I mean, that's not a bad top 10, lads. No. Um, so, so good moments. Yeah, nice. Yeah, what a way to reminisce. Playlist? Cheers. Cheers, chaps. And um, we should probably talk about why we're finishing it. It's time for, after three years, three series, 50 episodes, for it to officially come to an end. Um, Bane, you're moving on to new, Pasha's new, that don't involve music podcasting. Go off to look after the world change the world, renewable energies. Tell us a little bit about that first before we move on. Sorry, mate, I can hear you talk, talk us about your, what you're going on to do. Uh, you're going to look after the world, mate. You're going to look after the world, not the music industry. Mate, you're going to go and play what you've just spent the last fucking 10 years of your life It's common knowledge in the podcast you've been doing. It yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, I've been studying for some time um, to work with like, renewable energies green fields, so non-carbon fields, um, and yeah, sadly, like, pursuing that means I have to park the podcast, um, it's been a really, really difficult decision to make, um, but considering I spent nine, nine years in school to, uh, studying to do what I'm hopefully going on to do, or going on to do. Um, yeah, it's just the right decision for me. Um, and, it's, it's and rightly so. It's been a very difficult decision. Because, um, yeah, podcast is one of the 
proudest things I've ever been part of. It's been like super special to do what we've done, and then to be able to do it with like two of my best mates has been like yeah, a dream. such a special experience. And yeah, something I'll hold very dearly forever. I agree, man. I agree, and it's worth noting that like. Alex and I will potentially be continuing this on or continuing on music content in whatever guise it may be but th this is the old fucking OG3 we sat around in Waterloo Gardens drinking it was cellar at one point it didn't turn into Tiny Rebel drinking beers talking music and um, yeah it's been a fucking trip to do three years of talking music with my mates and get free beers out of it and meet bands and it's been yeah like you say one of the most special times I've ever had and it's it's not sad it's coming to an end it's it's the next chapter and it's the right thing to do but yeah it's evolving isn't it so but, uh, being able to be in in the room with people that you know before we started just wanted to like be able to talk to these people get to know them get to understand the process and all that sort of stuff yeah you know, actually realising that has been incredible and I'm proud of both you boys as well we've come a long way since we started and yeah. Proud to be doing it with you boys. Talk about learning on the job, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, says I, I wouldn't uh, want to do it with any other, uh, anyone else apart from you two boys. So no. thank you very much. And for one last time, cheers. cheers. Thank you. To the trip. And thank you to all the bands who've ever come on as well. And everyone yeah, and everyone everyone's given us their time and their homes and their tunes. And yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to thank you about. Thank you. So, last ever playlist. No pressure. Who's going to go first? I'm going first. And I've picked this band because Bane talks about them all the time, so I actually thought I'd go and listen to them. They're called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh, yeah? Any good? Yeah, I think you like them, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and I've deliberately picked a song for them to stop James picking a song from them in this playlist, basically. So, and I've, and I've done it deliberately as well to try and pick a, a, an accessible song of theirs. Like, there's no, you know, they've got so, the discog discography is just fucking enormous. And to um, people not in the know can be quite daunting and if you click on the wrong one and then just randomly play it you you <laughs> we might not like it basically so I'm trying to start you know there is a path if you go on the bloody deep in the giz fest reddit themes <laughs> there is a pathway to learn how to know like king giz there's like a vendor yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah there's like a funnel to go through to like yeah. to like this kind of stuff Anyway, I've gone like midway down the funnel and tried to pick something a bit boogie. I've got a boogie man Sam from 2019, you know. It's off their Fishing for Fishies album. So it's pretty palatable, I think, and it's got a bit of groove in it and a bit of enjoyment. And uh, Showcases what is what is. I think the best of their stuff, yeah. It's like what's great about them is it can it scratch every single itch. It can scratch the nerdy itch, it can scratch the heavy itch, but then like... It can scratch that mainstream itch. It's not unpalatable in the pub. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I've gone for it. Boogeyman Sam, King is. Us up. Yeah, sure thing. So, next song is um, from a guy who has been kind as like starting rap music. Um, this is way back in 1973. Um, the artist is Kill Scott Herald. 
and the song is The Revolution with Lizzie Televised. Um, absolutely mad, like, you know, jazz punk beat, sort of layered down, and he's just like doing spoken word on the top. Um, Hits. If we no? circle back, he was at your festival, was he not? That's it. He was at your yeah, yeah. dream festival. So, uh, yeah, I, um, I listened to his podcast actually about how it was like about him starting rap music or how he's considered to be the start of rap music back in 73. Um, and I've gone on to like delve into that that album and a couple of others yeah. as well. Um, yeah, such a vibe. Yeah. Such a vibe. Oh, yeah. If you like spoken word shit, that is the OG spoken word song, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. I'm going to go, so I thought about this one a lot. Uh, we're obviously called the LES. When you start a venture like we start, there's a lot of chat about names, isn't there, and what you're going to call yourself. And this certain artist came out in 2019 and it's Serge Pizzorno from Kasabian and he called his solo project the SLP and that fucking was fucking great album man. yeah and that, that was an unreal album that was what we that was the inspiration wasn't it for the LES it was yeah. the SLP um, because anything Serge Pizzorno does is fucking cool so when he called himself the SLP we were like oh my god that's fucking mind blowing that's his initials. I just realised. Yeah. Oh, man, where have I been? And the LAS isn't even ours. So when we did the LAS, we were like, oh, it sounds like Serge Yeah, Warner. the CAG. Yeah, yeah. The so Jack. It felt, it, felt right, <laughs> it felt right to pick a song from the SLP. Well, which one have you gone, gone for then? Trance. Nice. Um, so, yeah, as an ode to our name, which has caused a shitload of confusion over the three years, I thought... Yeah, nobody still knows what it means. I'd so. pin everyone back to the reason why we call ourselves the LES, which is the SLP and Serge Pizzorno with Trance. So, yeah, that's me. Nice, that's a big one. I've gone, my next tune is gone, kind of picked up on the theme that we've kind of, that has appeared once or twice today as well, but also has been very present in everything we've done for a long time. So I've actually gone for an Action Bronson tune. Yeah, yeah. It feels right. So if someone else hasn't picked one, I hope. But um, I've gone, I went for the choreographer. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, big sing along. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, I think that's my favourite album of his as well, The Wolfpack 3000 yeah, or whatever. That's, that's kind of soundtrack album. Yeah, it's huge. I love that album. And um, and I think sometimes as well, when you get into rap albums, like, they can be a bit difficult sometimes yeah. to set the whole album. Yeah. And then that one just took, because sometimes there's a lot of like, 
ad-libbing going on and just like random sounds recorded and interludes and stuff isn't it and then that one just kind of right at the back end of that album just fucking picks you up and goes ass so fat on my wife like, like shit, shit. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly chandelier hanging from the ceiling of the cougar it's yeah, album well, choreographer action yeah. bronson It's beautiful because it's like a band who recommended us to listen to an artist and then you go and listen to that artist and you love that artist. Yeah, you know, um, I think it's quite evident from the interview, like me and Bambi Battenberg have similar tastes. I wouldn't want to put you and Elliot, you and Elliot in a room together, I wouldn't want to do. Put Ty Siegel in there as well. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I think it's the shared love of Ty Siegel. There is that. Yeah. So yeah, it's by Jim Sullivan. Nice man. Calls you by the name of Rosie. Face a shiny, bright, sunbursting smile Pocket full of diamonds for your Rosie You just stay here with me for a while So I'm gonna go, so if I, I thought about it a lot for the SLP and I really thought about it and then I was like, shit, if we're gonna go last ever episode, last ever podcast uh, playlist, I'm gonna just go CalMac 101. So my last two songs are CalMac 101 and the second to last song is Kendrick Lamar, Feel. Which I had to, I was like, so I'm gonna, I, I, I narrowed it down to artists, I was like, okay, Kendrick Lamar, and I had to pick a song, which is hard to do, but I picked Feel, which is, if you were to ever, I think if you were to ever say to someone, Kendrick's one of the greatest rappers ever live. Oh, is he? Play me a song. You would play. Yeah. This. It is just him going completely nuts over the top of an incredible beat and like being so poignant with his lyrics. It was just an incredible vocal performance. So that is, that's my um, second last song is Kendrick Lamar feel. So yeah. shoulders I feel like I'm losing my focus I feel like I'm losing my patience I feel like my thoughts in the basement feel like I feel like you're miseducated feel like I don't want to be bothered I feel like you may be the problem I feel like it ain't no tomorrow nice one 
my final song. I'm really caught between two here. Really caught between two. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm, I was going to pick, I was going to pick a Led Zeppelin song. And that's partly because on the last album, uh, last album, the last podcast we recorded with Angel Hotel, they picked one. And then also, you reminded me, James, of our, when we were 15, 16, sitting with our three cans of Strongbow from my parents <laughs> and listening to my father's tapes. Fucking that moment, I don't know, that I completely forgot about that. And then when, 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 they, when those guys picked a Led Zeppelin song and you reminded me of that experience, I was like, oh, fucking hell. You know, that was really formative for us, wasn't it? So I was going to pick Bonner Idol Stomp, but I'm not. I'm going to go full circle and bring it all the way back on. I'm going to pick Boyazuga Lona Boogie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, just a fucking big song. And the lyrics, I don't know, kind of fit, like, you know, a bit of the journey we've been on, yeah. right? You know, we were, like, fucking bit odd. Nobody knew who we were in the beginning. Started out, gone through this process, you know? And so, um, yeah, I've gone for Boyazuga Lona Boogie. if Lona Boogie didn't exist the LES would like if without Lona Boogie would the LES exist there's a question to Fuck ask it, that's a, uh, yeah. it's so big pivotal. reference yeah. it's so pivotal to what the Cardiff scene is now yeah. that without yeah. that we would probably not exist yeah so it's only right that it's on the last ever playlist yeah yeah so. well mate I'm really really glad that you didn't pick Bronner Ed Stomp by Led Zeppelin yeah because like this is the last song I ever get to pick on the LES and I wanted to pick my all time favourite song and my all-time favourite song is Bronner Out <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> Poetic. Yeah. So, it was meant to be. So, there you are. That's the choice. Uh, it was a beautiful song ever. Oh, it's uh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I think this is an absolute pumping playlist. Isn't it? Yeah, I'll finish it. This playlist doesn't have to be in order of how we said it because I don't don't necessarily think this one finishes the playlist. But you know, we spoke earlier in the the first section about the festivals. You know, Arctic Monk is my favourite band of all time, and I've been putting the shackles on myself throughout this podcast to not talk about them too much. And I've also been trying to shoehorn this song in every time I do a playlist, but I just don't know how it'll ever fit. It's not right. You know, the whole playlist with the, the bands is to discover something new, so I've never done it. And now is the perfect time to do it. It's my favourite band and my favourite song by my favourite band. And it's uh, Star Treatment by Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Off track, the Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino album, um, which just came out at a great time with, you know, in our friendship. And that for me, you know, obviously it's up for debate. Everyone has their own experience of how they like this band. But that for me is like the best song they've ever, ever written and released. And... 
it's I think it's a song I can listen to over and over and over again and then hear something new every time so yeah um, it has to be it has to find its way into a playlist for me and I'm glad it's found its way into the last playlist and it's my last song so star treatment art the monkeys Some playlist. Fucking ass, a pumping playlist. Um, yeah, for the last time, boys, thank you very much. Cheers, Cheers boys. Cheers. Cheers.